August 31st, 2012. I'm your host, David Tanner. Glad to have you with us here on Main Menu today. And it's the beginning of our Memorial Day weekend, and we kick off summer here in the U.S., and we hope that you will have a great Memorial weekend, and hope that if you get a chance, maybe you'll spend a little time at some uh, Memorial Day celebration and think about uh, what Memorial Day is all about and the history of our country, and spend a few minutes celebrating the meaning of the weekend. I do want to spend just a couple minutes to remind you as you start out your summer that we would like for you to keep in touch with us here on Main Menu. There's a number of ways you can do that. In case you're new, let's just remind you of a few of them. If you are on Twitter, you can always reach us with your tweets or suggestions about things you'd like to hear us talk about or cover on Main Menu at www.twitter.com slash Main Menu. You can catch us on our webpage and leave us a comment on the webpage or sign up for the Main Menu Friends mailing list at www.mainmenu.acbradio.org. You could even send us a message at mainmenu at acbradio.org. So as you can see, there are quite a number of ways you can keep in contact with us, and we are always anxious to hear from you and hear your comments and your suggestions about the program and anything you might have in mind to uh, give us subjects to talk about or things you'd like to hear us cover. That would be fantastic, and we'd really like to hear from you about that. Well, on today's program, we have a pretty full program. Chase Crispin is going to start out program with a brief tech update. He's got a couple of new items, uh, new things that have come out in the last week in the assistive technology field for the blind and visually impaired. Rick Harmon follows up with a review of the Foursquare app for your iPhone, iPad, or iTouch, and he will go over the app, tell you what Foursquare is, what it's all about, and lead you on a tour of the app and uh, give you a good idea of what Foursquare is all about. Then Dan Eckmeyer comes along and Dan is going to review the Ether app, which is for your Mac and I believe also for iOS. And this is an app that is totally accessible with voiceover and is a great app for those of you who are amateur radio operators. It's a great way to keep the logs of your activities on your station. And then finally, David Woodbridge from Vision Australia comes along and David is going to be talking to us and demonstrating a app for your iOS phone and for your Mac computer that will allow you to text back and forth between your Mac and your iOS device and go back and forth between the two devices. Just a very simple text messaging system. That's all today here on Main Menu. You have a wonderful weekend, a great weekend. We'll see you very soon. Welcome to Tech Update, a technology news segment heard on ACB Radio's Main Menu and Accessible World's Tech Talk. Hello, Main Menu and Tech Talk listeners. This is Chase Crispin with the Tech Update for the week of May 21st, 2012. We have two assistive technology news items this week for Tech Update. The first is another beta of the NVDA, or Non-Visual Desktop Access Screen Reader. This is 
the free and open source screen reader that is gaining a lot of functionality. This beta is beta 2012.2. This is an update to the previously mentioned beta here on Tech Update that was NVDA 2012.1. New in this update are a lot of bug fixes for the installer for portable versions of NVDA. For Internet Explorer 9 and more, there are also a few keyboard command changes and updates to the documentation and too many translations for NVDA and other languages. This is not the final NVDA 2012 release, this is just the second beta in the series, but if you would like to try this beta out either as an installer on your computer or a portable installer that will run off of a flash drive, you can visit nvda-project.org. The other news item that I have this week is the release of GW Connect version 2.0 from GW Micro. GW Connect is the program that was released very late last year that was called GW Skype. This is a fully accessible program that allows you to access almost all areas of Skype from your computer using any screen reader. It's completely accessible and you don't have to even have the main Skype program installed or running. So GW Connect is a completely independent Skype program. GW Connect has been updated to version 2.0. GW Connect 2.0, as always, is available for free, and there are many enhancements that have been requested that are in this update, including the ability to create custom contact groups, manage multiple voice calls at once, rename contacts, set your voicemail greeting, and even change your privacy settings all from within GW Connect. For those of you who have noticed that there are periodic ads that will speak for other GW Micro products while running GW Connect, you can now purchase an activation key for GW Connect that will allow you to run the program without ads if you're not using WindowWise. If you are using WindowWise, you're already not hearing ads because you're running a GW Micro product for your screen reader. But if you aren't using WindowWise and you are using GW Connect and you want to get rid of those ads, you can either pay $49 per year or $4.99 per month for an activation license to GW Connect that will allow you to run the program without ads. This does not enable any other new features, it is simply just to get rid of the ads, and if you are not running WindowWise and you want to get rid of the ads, you can either pay $4.99 per month or $49 per year to run without ads. If you would like to learn more about GW Connect 2.0, if you would like to download it or purchase an activation license, you can find all that information on the GW Micro webpage at www.gwmicro.com. That concludes this week's very short tech update for Main Menu and Tech Talk for the week of May 21st, 2012. Thanks for listening. I'm Chase Crispin. Thank you for listening to this week's tech update. If you have suggestions for next week's tech update, please email chase at acbradio.org. Hello, this is Rick Harmon. Today I am demonstrating the application known as Foursquare. What Foursquare is, is it is an application for iOS and Android devices, maybe on other platforms as well, such as Windows Phone and some of the other platforms. Uh, BlackBerry, I'm not, not sure about those, but I do know it's available for the uh, iOS platform and Android. What Foursquare is, it's an app that allows you to determine where various businesses are around you in your area that you're in with your device. 
Not only that, but it allows you to play a social game as well, where you compete against other friends that you have on Foursquare to check into places and get the most points and stay on top of your leaderboard. You can also earn certain badges as well for doing things on Foursquare by checking in, such as mayorships of different places. Um, badges for being the first of your friends to uh, check into a certain place or do a certain activity with the application. These things are somewhat controversial when the app is used to uh, check in on Twitter and Foursquare. What people don't like about that is is they sometimes think it's annoying that uh, people share where they're checking into with the app. And there's been quite a discussion at least on Twitter, about doing such things. Well, I'm going to show you today how you can use the application to uh, find various things around you and check in and show you how it's optional whether or not you check in to either Twitter or Facebook at all with the app. You can find lots of places around you and uh, you know go to a lot of different places around you with the app, and you don't have to share this at all with anybody on Twitter or Facebook. All right, let's uh, get the iPhone working here. Okay, we have the Foursquare app up and running here on uh, the iPhone. And we are in the first tab, which is labeled Friends. Let me show you the screen and then I'll talk to you about it. Radar button off, button, logo, button, notification bubble empty, button, selected, nearby, button, worldwide, button, map, button, button. Rick Carmen, PNC Bank, 22 hours ago. Rick H. at PNC Bank, 676 East Will Death Road, 22 hours ago. Linda Ann, at NeuroCare Center, Incorporated, 4105 Holiday Street, NW, Friday, April, 1, 3, 2, 0, 1, 2. To also keep up with your 69 friends in other cities, tap worldwide above. Selected, friends, tab. Okay, and basically what this tab does is it shows you your notification area. You have a number... Next to that, that means you have active uh, notifications that you haven't checked out. Things in there could be uh, friend notifications, people nearby you checking in, things like that. You also have uh, settings here on this tab to let you either see friends that are close to you or friends that are far away. And that's about it. It's a very simple tab and it just uh, also tells you where you had last checked in at. Selected, Friends, Tab, 1 of 5. Down here at the bottom, you have multiple tabs. First friend is the tab for Friends. Explore, Tab, 2 of 5. We have an Explore tab, which allows you to uh, look for various locations around you. Tab, 3 of 5. We have a tab here that is unlabeled. Lists, Tab, 4 of 5. We have lists, which allow you to... Uh, Set up multiple things that you'd like to uh, check out on Foursquare, or you can pick lists that other people have uh, done in places they would like to have seen. Rick, tab, 5 of 5. Then you have your user information tab, and this just tells you various information about check-ins and things that you've done here on uh, Foursquare. Check-in button. Then we have the infamous check-in button that uh, upsets so many people on Twitter and Facebook. Explore. Tab, two of five. All right, let's go into the Explore tab. Explore, tab, two of five. Selected. Go up to the top. Two of five bars, signal strength. 
Status bar, logo, button. Okay, let's look around in here now. Notification bubble empty, button. Try iced coffee, text field. You have a search field here right up at the top that allows you to type in something you're looking for. Say you knew where a place was at around you and you just wanted to type it in. You could do that and not have to look through the uh, categories. Current location bar, button. That are also here. 5.7 miles of my current location. You can adjust this to show you either, um, you know, smaller or larger areas around you. This is currently set to about six miles. And this is one of the harder things for me to change here in uh, Foursquare. So I kind of just leave it where it's at. Top picks. Here are some categories that you can look through to find places around you. Top picks. Specials. Food. Coffee. Nightlife. Shops. Arts. Arts. Outdoors. Friends. Tab. Selected. Explore. Tab. Two of five. <laughs> All right. Shops. Nightlife. Food. Specials. Top picks. Let's just go into one of these so I can show you what you might see. We'll go into top picks. Explore. Back button. Selected. List. Button. Map. Button. Explore filters icon. Button. And I don't mess with a whole lot of these filters and things like that, but I guess you can filter out locations that you don't want to see. Search. Search field. Again, you have a search field. Current location bar. Button. 5.7 miles of my current. You've been here two times. Number one. Garrison's Italian Restaurant. 959 East Waterloo Road. Italian. 0 0.9 miles. Dollar sign, dollar sign, dollar sign, dollar sign. Patricia K. Four people have done this. Button. And what it tells you here is it gives you a list of places around you. And that is one that it indicates that I've went to in the past. And it also has a user comment. You can leave things like that in places that you uh, you visit. You can leave comments about service, things like that. You can take pictures of the place and all kinds of different things. Try the baked pasta. Is it so cheesy? Oh, you've been here one time. Number two. And here's another place that uh, I've been to. El Rincon. 1,485 S. Arlington Street, Mexican, 0 0.9 miles, dollar sign, dollar sign, dollar sign, dollar sign. I don't know what the dollar sign, dollar sign, dollar sign, dollar sign means, but uh, El Rincon definitely isn't pricey if that's what they're trying to indicate. Lush NH, 13 people have done this. Anything on the menu is good. Button. And this just keeps going on down through the list. You've been here one time. Number three, Golden Corral, 2,819 S. Arlington Road, American, 3.2 miles, Galen H., Two people, this place sucks, do not enter. <laughs> and sometimes you get some really uh, negative comments. But, you know, it helps you figure out whether or not maybe you'd want to go to the particular place in question. Button. Okay. Search. Search field. Explore. Back button. Top picks. But basically that is what this tab allows you to do is look for things around you. Specials. Food. Coffee. Nightlife. Shops, arts, outdoors. And there's quite a few categories. Friends, tab, one of five. Check-in, button. Rick, tab, five of five. Lists, tab, four of five. Due to uh, time restraints, I'm really not going to go in and show you the list category, but you can check that out on your own. Like I said, basically allows you to just set up like to-do lists, things you'd like to do, places you'd like to go see, or you can pick lists that other people have done. And uh, that you want to follow. Rick, tab, 5 to 5. Let's go into the Rick tab. Selected. Settings. Button. 
Logo. Button. Notification bubble empty. Add friends. Button. Venue info. Rick Harmon last seen. PNC Bank. Button. Points. Last seven days. And this allows you to add friends. See where you last checked in. Where you've been at the last week or so. Hi. Button. See your points. Two. Seventy. Leaderboard. Last seven days. Number 53. Kelly Ford. Four. Number 54. Rick Harmon. Two. Number 55. Michael Huckabay. One. Twelve friend suggestions. Heading. And it'll suggest other friends you might want to add. 74 friends. Tells you how many friends you've got. Check. Badges. Four. And badges and mayorships, which are things that you can do as far as checking into places. The kind of the social aspect of Foursquare. And I'll talk about that in just a moment. But that's what the user tab here gives you. Selected. Rick. Tab. Check-in. Button. All right. Let's uh, talk about the check-in button now. Check-in. Nearby places. Texas 10 Oil and Loop. 661 E. Wilgett Road. 140 feet. Now, what check-in allows you to do is play the social aspect of Foursquare, which is something that's totally optional and you absolutely do not have to do. This allows you to find places around you, just like exploring. And it allows you to select a place and check into it. And then give that information out optionally on Twitter and Facebook. Dairy Queen, 691E, Wilbeth Road. At well, let's speed, 400 feet. go back up to the top here. Two of five bars. Cancel. Button. Nearby places. Heading. Search. Search field. And again, you've got your search field. Texas 10 Oil and Loop, 661 E. Will Death Road, 140 feet. What this does a little bit differently is it shows you the 30 locations that are nearest to you, starting out with the one that is the very nearest to you, and this just happens to be right across the street from me. Dairy Queen, 691 E. Will Death Road, at Rose Street, 400 feet. PNC Bank, 676 East Will Death Road, 430 feet. And this will go on and on down the list. If you find a place that you want to check into, and we'll select PNC, PNC Bank, Bank here. Places. Back button. You double tap on it. PNC Bank. Heading. Share. Button. Venue info. PNC Bank 676 East Will Death Road. Button. And this will allow you to get information about the place, get directions to the place if you want to go to it. Check in here. Button. Allows you to also check in here. No tips. Heading. Tells you if there are any tips about the place that anybody has left. Be the first. Leave a tip to let other people know what's good. Mayor. Heading. Susan S. And it shows who the mayor of the place is. And what that basically means is this is somebody that's checked in to this uh, place over and over and has earned a mayor badge. No photos. Heading. No photos have been taken. You can take photos of the place when you check in to share with others what the place looks like. Add a photo to let people know what this place is like. Add tip. Button. Okay. And you can add your own tip. Add photo. Button. Or your own photo. Save for later. Button. Be the first. Leave a tip to let other people know what's good. Check in here. Button. Now check I in. double place. Back button. The check in button. Check in. Heading. PNC Bank. 676 East Will Death Road. What are you up to? Text field. You have a text field here that you can type your information into. Once you're doing, say, hey, I'm getting some money. Got to go out and uh, buy some groceries or something like that. Check in photo button. Button. You can take a photo right at that point to uh, to put there um, with the location you're checking into so your friends and others can see it. 117. Share with friends. Selected. Check in Facebook enabled. Button. And 
you are totally optional here as to whether you share this information when you check in with anybody on Facebook or Twitter. Selected. Check in Twitter enabled button. And you can disable either one of these and just check in to Foursquare itself. And uh, why some people will check into places and not put this out on Twitter is, is that they're just basically using this to get deals and stuff. Some places you check into will give you a deal at that place. And uh, check in button. Then you have your check in button. Check in. Points. Nice check in. You earned. Plus one. Every check in counts. Plus one. Leaderboard. With the last check in. You're closing in on Kelly. Number 53. Kelly Ford. Four. Number 54. Rick Carmen. Three. Number 55. Michael Huckabay. One. And also, it allows you just to have fun with your Foursquare friends that you've already got added if you have done so. And you, like I said, you can do this without uh, contributing this information to Twitter or Facebook at all. Okay, and we are down to the bottom there. Points. Nice check-in. You earned. Plus one. Mayor, you are two days away from close. Button. PNC Bank. And it told me if I check in two more days here, I can become the mayor. Woohoo. You're checked in here. Button. User. Back button. Okay, and that is just a very brief tour of the Foursquare app. I'll close with this. Basically, it is a great app. Some people do abuse it on Twitter and Facebook, but um, a lot of people use it very responsibly. And uh, a lot of people don't even use it to uh, check into Facebook and Twitter. So you can think about that as you decide whether or not you want this app. And hopefully after this demonstration, you'll see that the app is very useful. And even if you don't use it for the, the social aspects, of the app, it is still quite usable. If you'd like further information about Foursquare, you can go to www.4sq.com and you can uh, set up an account there and get that all started. You need an account in order to use the app and it's very easy to do. Not much to it at all. You can also work on your uh, settings and your friends and things like that through the website. You can also do it through the app as well. Okay, thank you very much for listening to me here today. And I hope you find this app useful and entertaining. Thank you very much. Hey, all main menu listeners, this is Danik Meyer from Brantford, Ontario, Canada. And I'm here to review and demonstrate a application for amateur radio logging. Uh, this is a uh, Mac application and it's called Ether and it can be had uh, either via the Mac App Store or through the uh, website etherlog.com. Uh, if you want to uh, generally find out more information about this app, uh, I would uh, head over to that website and uh, there you can uh, download a trial and uh, see if you like it and then purchase from there or you also have the option of uh, purchasing it uh, right away through the uh, Mac App Store. Um, I've been uh, using this application uh, since it was actually in the uh, beta stages and the developer uh, has been absolutely receptive to all uh, feedback uh, which I've uh, provided in regards to the accessibility of Ether. 
uh, Ether is priced at $38.99. And you can either get it via the Mac App Store or via the website. So let's get into it here. I am at my clock. Safari. Ether 25 of 31. And there is Ether. I'm going to hit return. Monadeus Pro. Ether. Untitled window. Toolbar. And I get um, taken into a totally blank, empty uh, log file here. So you can um, look at the uh, log file here. And basically in the main window, uh, we have a toolbar. Well, of course... Toolbar. Uh, Minimize button. Close button. Close button. Minimize button. Minimize button. Zoom button. Uh, zoom button. Untitled. And there's the title of the uh, current uh, file. Full screen button. Full screen button. Toolbar. And a toolbar. QSO details. And QSO details. Callbook info. Notes. Call sign. No QSO. First. No QSO selected. Last. No QSO selected. Notes field text. Date. 2000 October 30th. Dim time. 2000 October 30th. Now, I don't know why <laughs> when you have uh, no QSOs in a log and you're just uh, voiceover arrowing through fields, uh, voiceover reads the date as October 30th, 2000, but it does. Uh, <laughs> time. That's kind of strange. 7 p.m. Dim time. Email. No QSO selected. TX so we have uh, no uh, QSO selected here. It's it's saying that we have n nothing in the log. To explain what uh, some of these fields are for, a lot of those are self-explanatory. Uh, TX exchange is for, let's say you're in a contest or something, there will be uh, some sort of exchange like a province or state or serial number or, or number of contact or... Uh, it varies from contest to contest. Um, so the TX and RX exchange fields are basically for entering um, those if you're working a contest. Text. RX Text. Street. No QSO select. TXRST. No QSO. TXRST. TXRST and RXRST. Uh, transmit uh, signal report and receive signal report. Those are... For entering a signal report, for example, 599 if it was a CW contact, or 59 if it was a uh, phone contact. So those are for uh, enter, uh, signal reports. No QSO. RXRS. No QSO. City. No QS. State. NA. Frequency. Zero. Band. Band field. Zip. Zip. NA. County. No QSO. Mode. No selection. Mode field. Mode combo is box. for um, if you're working uh, CW or FM or AM or sideband or uh, RTTY or, yeah, so you can fill that in. Power, zero. Country, no QSO select. Grid square, no selection. QSL via, online QSL status. Online QS, online QS, latitude, no selection. Longitude, no selection. Distance, XXX, heading, XXX, DXCC. DXCC, uh, this... Uh, that's for, well, if you're working at DXCC, it will fill in that information. NA, ITU, no selection, CQ, no selection, ARRL, NA, IOTA, NA, image. And I have mine set, as we will see if we do a log entry to pull in data from a, a uh, call sign database. I'm, uh, you can either use QRZ.com or HamQTH. 
So uh, both options are there. If if you use QRZ.com, you are required to pay. A uh, paid subscription is required for that. HamQTH is free to get it to uh, interface with uh, Ether. So uh, you can uh, use uh, set that up to pull in uh, data from uh, as your as your uh, source for callback lookups. So let's go ahead and enter in a um, example log entry here. Add new QSO, call sign field, edit text. To add new QSO, I hit Command N, and it put me right into the uh, call sign field. So, as an example, I had a QSO recently with uh, one of the uh, local hams on our club repeater. So I'm going to go ahead and enter in his call sign here. Okay, so I've entered his call sign and I'm going to voice over right arrow here. Control option right arrow. First, Peterie. Last, Baker. And as you can hear, it's pulled in um, data Last name field. from the uh, call book lookup feature. I have uh, mindset to use QRZ, I believe. Notes field, edit text, date. Notes field, edit text. So you can fill in any notes uh, that you want to about the uh, contact there. Date, 2012, April 2nd, date. So I'm going to set the date to... Interact with date, unknown zero. Last Sunday. 2012, April, day two, April. So... March, day two, three, five, six, eight, ten, twelve, fifteen, six, eight, one, twenty, twenty-three. 25. Unknown 0, 2012, March. Stop inter- time. 7.33 p.m. and 8 seconds. Time. So, in order to set the uh, date and time, you can just interact here. Interact with time. 7 p.m. 33 minutes. 7 p- 6 p.m. 8 p.m. 33 minutes. 36. 33. Contact. 20. 8. 15. 12. 10, 9. 6. 2. 0. At 8 p.m. Local time. Now, keep in mind, when you're entering a log, the time, the uh, time of the QSO will be displayed in local time when you're when you're entering a a log. Uh, when you set it, it's going to be displayed in local time. Um, now and then, when you go back to look at it in the log, uh, if you have it set to uh, UTC time, it's going to be displayed in UTC time, which is a the uh, universally uh, accepted standard, so I would uh, set it to a UTC time. Just keep in mind, when you're entering a log, the uh, time is going to uh, show up as uh, local. Stop interacting with time. Email. Text. TX exchange. Text. TX exchange. That's for, um, again, TX exchange. If you're uh, working in a contest, which I wasn't. Text. RX exchange. Text. Street. Six vendors CRT. TXRSD. So as you can see, it has his street address. Text. RXRS. Text. City. Text. Text. So. TXRSD. TXRSD. Which is a signal report. I'm going to put in 59. TX59. Text. And I'm going to put in the same thing here. Receive city. Ranford. State. On. Frequency. Text. Frequency. I'm going to put in our vocal repeater. Frequency field. Free. 147.150. Band, two meters, band field, combo box. And immediately, um, since I've put in the uh, frequency, it uh, sets the band to two meters, which is uh, good, but let's say it um, 
didn't, if for some reason you wanted to set it to another band, you could hit your down arrow. Interact with list one item selected. Two meters. Selected text. Two of thirteen. Six meters. Ten meters. Twelve meters. Fifteen meters. Seventeen meters. Twenty meters. Thirty meters. Forty meters. Sixty meters. Selected text. Eleven of thirteen. Sixty meters in here, which I'm not sure if we have access to here in Canada. I know uh, in the uh, in the U.S. Uh, they are allowing um, amateurs to uh, use uh, portions of sixty meters, I believe. Eighty meters. One hundred sixty meters. Selected text. Thirteen of thirteen. Let's go back up to two meters. Six meters, two meters, selected okay. text, two of thirteen. Two meters. Stop interacting with combo box. Zip. Entry R608, county, text, mode, mode field, combo box. And mode, again, I'm gonna hit my down arrow. Interact with list, no selection. SSB, USB, selected text, SSB, selected text, one of nine. USB, LSB, FM, selected text, four of nine. In this case, it was FM. FM, stop interacting with power, text. Power, I'm gonna say, ten, what? Power field. I just put it in 10. Country. Canada. Grid square. en 9 for ut So the grid square is, again, data that was pulled grid in square field. from the uh, callbook call uh, lookup feature. QSL via. Direct. Online QSL method field pop-up button. QSL via. So uh, uh, this uh, software also allows you to keep track of uh, QSL cards, whether you've sent them, how you've sent them. Um... And uh, let's look at the options here. Menu for items. Checkmark. Direct. We have direct. EQSL.cc. QSL.cc. Bureau. Bureau. Low TW. And low TW, which is that's L-O-T-W, logbook of the world, which is a service of the ARRL. Checkmark. Direct. I'm going to set it to direct. Closing menu. Status. Online QSL received. Uncheck checkbox. And you can uh, check off whether you've received a QSL code from the contact. Online QSL sent. Uncheck checkbox. And also whether you've sent a uh, QSL card. So um, it's uh, very easy to keep track of uh, the uh, status of uh, QSL, QSLs uh, for contacts with this app as well. Latitude. 43.15,830. So as you can see, it's filled in the uh, latitude. Longitude. Minus 8.20. And longitude. That again was taken from uh, callbook data. Distance. Inside sheet. Heading, and slash E, DXCC, 1. And it's filled that in as well. ITU, 9, CQ, 5, ARRL, text. And that, uh, a lot of that information, <laughs> I ARRL section field. to be filling in manually, because I'm not sure what you would uh, fill in for that. So it's it's good that the, uh, the uh, code book services have <clears throat> that kind of thing already in there. Iota, text. Iota, that's uh, islands on the air. That's um, Iota field. Uh, again, uh, uh, something that you can uh, can uh, work. It's uh, I believe uh, similar to a uh, DXCC type of thing. It's a uh, um, I haven't really gotten into it, but uh, you can uh, log that image. New QSO button. And that is another way that you can uh, set up a new QS. Add a new QSO to the log. You can uh, voice over arrow around to find the new QSO button. Uh, I prefer to just take command N. It's a lot quicker than, uh, um, you know, trying to uh, voice over arrow around to uh, find that button. Delete button. And there's a delete button. Oh, logbook search field, search text field. And there is the logbook search field. So uh, you can uh, search your log if um, 
you're looking to uh, find if you need a station for an award or something like that, you can just enter in their call sign and it will uh, come up uh, with any QSOs. And as you can see, this is the uh, QSO table, which uh, lists the uh, log entries. And it's a perfectly accessible table. I've interacted with it, so... Date, March 26, 2012. So, um, we can, um, perfectly, um... Time, zero, 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 zero. And as you can see, it's displayed the, uh, QSO time in UTC. Call sign, VE3TXRXRST, 59, frequency, 147.15 thousand megahertz. So, it has, uh, it's uh, showing the columns that, uh we've entered that data into, and uh, you can easily set what columns you want uh, shown uh, as well, so it's uh, not waiting. Stop interacting with. So let's have a look at the menu bar. Menu bar, Apple. Now that we've shown you how to fill in a log entry, and you would just do the same thing if you were going to log another contact. Ether, Ether, menu 10, about Ether, check for updates, ellipses. Registration ellipses. I have a registration option here as I've uh, I got uh, the app via the developer's website. Preferences ellipses command comma. Coco modem integration setup ellipses. Coco modem integration setup. Not sure what that is. Services submenu. Hide ether command H. So Coco modem integration setup ellipses. So there's a Javelin ether menu. Let's go. File menu eleven items. To the file menu. New command shift N. Open ellipses command O. Open recent submenu. Close command W. Save command S. Save as ellipsis command shift S. Export ellipsis command E. Revert. Page setup ellipsis command shift P. Print ellipsis command P. So you have some pretty standard print address QSL labels ellipsis. And it supports printing of uh, address and QSL labels, which is nice. New command Edit menu 10 items. Undo command Z. Redo command shift Z. Cut command X. Copy command Z. Paste command V. Delete. Dimmed. Select all command A. Font. Submenu. Spelling. Submenu. Special characters ellipsis. Undo command Z. View menu 7 items. Show my station info command shift I. Show my station info so you can uh, fill in uh, your uh, station information, uh, such as uh, your call sign, your name, your QTH, and that type of, the, of uh, information. Show contest info, command option I. Show awards report, command option A. Hide mode field, command option N. Columns, submenu. Here is where you can set the uh, columns uh, that you want displayed in the uh, QSO table. Columns, submenu 30 items, ARRL section, band, checkmark, call sign, checkmark, city, county, country, CQ zone, checkmark, date. DFCC, email, checkmark, first name, checkmark, frequency, grid square, IOTA, ITU zone, latitude, last name, longitude, checkmark, mode, checkmark, notes, checkmark, power, RX exchange, checkmark, RX RST, state, street, USL statuses, checkmark, time, TX exchange, checkmark, TX, zip, ARRL section. So there's quite a few items there. You can either turn those on or off uh, uh, to uh, your like. View, menu, seven items, call, hide toolbar, customize toolbar, show my station info, command, shift, I. Log menu 12 items. Let's go into the log menu here. Add USO command N. Delete selected USO command delete. Update USO time command U. Update USO with current rate values command R. Update current QSO with rig values. Okay, this this application supports rig control, so uh, via RS-232. Um, so you'd require a uh, uh, USB to serial adapter uh, in order to uh, take advantage of that. Um, I have not uh, experimented with that, but basically what uh, that does is it will pull in information such as the uh, power, the band, 
the mode and uh, that type of stuff from your radio. Look at call sign data, command L. Show only USOs with the station, command D. View QRZ listening, command B. View Google Map, command M. You can uh, view a Google Map if you want to uh, uh, locate where the uh, station is on a map. Add contact address book, command Shift E. It has integration with address book and... Send email to contact, DIN, command Shift. Also mail. Synchronize all USOs with low TW, control S. Synchronize all USOs with EQSL.cc, control Shift S. So you can uh, synchronize QSOs with uh, uh, a couple of different services there. Add USO, command N. Window, menu for items, minimize, zoom, bring all to front, check mark, untitled, minimize, help, menu five items, search, search result, interactive, ether help, copyright information, ether homepage, contact ether support, contact ether support. So that is the closing men menu bar. Let's have a look at the preferences here. Preferences, now in general preferences, window, UTC, selected radio, display, toolbar, display time in. UTC, selected radio button, one of two. As I said earlier, uh, you can set whether the time is displayed in UTC. Local time, radio button, two of two. Interface font, lucid grand, pop-up. Open logbooks from last session, startup, unchecked checkbox. Open logbooks from last session and startup. I've got this unchecked right now. If this box is checked, when ether is started, it Create new document when ether starts. Check checkbox. Check to create a new document when ether starts. Open the dot icon is clicked with no already open documents. So the voiceover help tags are very, very helpful. Check to create a new document when you first start. As to what a lot of these preference uh, settings will do. Create blank USO new documents. Uncheck checkbox. When this option is checked, Ether will automatically add the new USO to new log when they are created. Automatically check for updates. Check checkbox. When this box is checked, Ether will automatically check the Ether website for updates when starting up. Help button. Toolbar. Interact rig control button. Okay, here we go into the rig control. Press rig control button. General, select control, login button, USL, enable rate control, uncheck checkbox. I have this unchecked as I do not have the required cable to, Check radio brand. to uh, support this. Kenwood, DIN pop-up button. But let's enable it so we can rate toolbar. Enable rate control. Different brands of radio as it supports. Check, enable rate control, check. Kenwood, pop-up button. Support Menu Kenwood. Tentec. Tentec. Yesu. Yesu. Elecraft. Telegraph. Icom. Checkmark. Kenwood. And Icom. So the big, the big, uh, four brands, really. Closing menu. And, uh, I have Kenwood equipment here. So, let's have a look at the, uh, list of Kenwood radios that it supports. Radio model. TS-570. Pop-up button. Menu set. That happens to be the model that I have. Let's go. TS-50. Up to the top. Other. TS-50. TS-50. TS-440. TS-450. TS-480. Checkmark. TS-570. TS-590. TS-690. TS-711. TS-790. TS-811. TS-850. TS-870. TS-940. TS-950. TS-950. TS-2000. Other. So it supports quite a uh, Closing range of Kenwood radios, at least. Uh, you can definitely have a look. Um, if you're uh, running uh, some other brand of radio, such as an ICOM, and uh, see uh, if it supports that as well. Serial port, none, pop-up button. So there's where you can set your menu. serial port. Um, Checkmark, none. Uh, Closing menu. To uh, the uh, right uh, serial port in order to, uh, so that either can communicate with the radio. Bot rate. 4,800, pop-up button, micro-HAM interface, uncheck checkbox. Micro-HAM interface, not sure what that checkbox is, but uh, with the uh, uh, voiceover help tags being so uh, detailed, let's see. 
Check this box if you're using a MicroHAM interface or another interface that uses the RTS or DTR line for keying. Okay. Help button. Help button. Toolbar. Interact. Rate control. Login button. And let's go to the locking. Press login button. Stop inter- Automatically check for past USOs. Check checkbox. Automatically call button. Automatically check for when this box is checked. Ether will automatically check for previous USOs with the station when it is selected or first logged. This check can take a while with large logs, more than 5,000 USOs. Autofill call book data from most recent USO. Check checkbox. When this box is checked, Ether will automatically use call book data from the most recent past USO with the station when logging a new USO with that station. Automatically default to most recently entered. TX exchange. Uncheck checkbox. Check to automatically fill new USO's TX exchange field with the most recently entered TX exchange. TXRSE. Uncheck checkbox. RXRSE. Uncheck checkbox. Frequency. Uncheck checkbox. Mode. Uncheck checkbox. Power. Uncheck checkbox. Automatically lookup. Call book info. Check checkbox. Country. Check checkbox. DXCC code. Check checkbox. CQ zone. Check checkbox. ITU zone. Check checkbox. Call book source. So you can set uh, what you want to have automatically looked up, and you can set your callbook source here. HamQTH.com, pop-up button. We have HamQTH.com, OQRZ, um, so a couple of uh, different choices there, which is good. Enable, uncheck checkbox. Username. Enable, uncheck checkbox. This item has no hold tag. Username, edit text, blank, test login button. So you can uh, fill in uh, the your login information for... Um, the uh, servers that you're using for callbook lookup uh, via QRZ or HamQTH. The last section of preferences is awards button. tracking. Ether. Ether. The, uh, the awards tracking button. Press award tracking button. Stop inter- checkbox to enable indication that current US always needed for an award. Uncheck checkbox. Okay, so you can uh, have a indication when this box is checked. A QSO is needed for a current award. Ether will display an award icon next to the call sign field to indicate that the enter call sign will help progress towards one or more awards. And track these awards. So that's good. If you have that turned on, uh, you can uh, um, see what call signs you need for awards. If you're a uh, if you're heavily into getting various awards, which uh, I never have been, but if you are, the support is definitely it's eight o'clock. Table row one of six. Enable uncheck checkbox award. Worked all states. Selected. Interact with award. Worked all states. Worked all states. And the awards that they currently support are worked all states. DX Century Club. DX Century Club, which is DXCC. IOTA Islands of the World. IOTA. CQ Worked All Zones. CQ Worked All Zones. United States of America Counties. VHF slash UHF Century Club. VHF slash UHF Century so Club. So there's uh, six options there, and if you want to enable one of them, you just... Uh, enable. Uncheck checkbox. Uncheck checkbox. Enable uh, whatever uh, checkboxes you... Uh, you want to for whatever awards you might be working on. Stop interact. Use these USL methods for word confirmations. Direct. Uncheck checkbox. Logbook of the world. Uncheck checkbox. Bureau. Check checkbox. EQSL.cc. Uncheck checkbox. EQSL.cc. Uncheck checkbox. So that is the awards tracking section preference. So that is my look at Ether software uh, for the Mac for logging amateur radio contacts. If you uh, wish to contact me, you can uh, do so via email. V-A-3-E-T-S-2000 at me.com or uh, you can follow me on Twitter uh, at V-A-3-E-T-S. For Main Menu, I'm Dan Eggmeyer.
The following presentation is brought to you on Main Menu, courtesy of David Woodbridge and Vision Australia. To find out more about Vision Australia, visit them on the web at www.visionaustralia.org. Vision Australia. Blindness and low vision services. In this demonstration, I want to show you a very cool, simple text editor that allows you to share notes between your Mac and iOS devices, whether they be your iPhone, iPod Touch, or iPad. And the way this application works is via your iCloud account, and you install this app on your iOS device, iPhone, iPod Touch, or iPad, and install the Mac version on your Mac, and whatever you type in to the text edit part of the application, because that's what it's based around, it gets shared between all your devices straight away. So the actual app is called Single Text, that's S-I-N-G-L-E, and then the word text after that. And basically, what I want to show you is what happens when you plonk stuff on the Mac, you can pick it up on the iOS device, and you plonk stuff in the app on the iOS device, and you can pick it up on the Mac. So first of all, let me say that in this case, my Mac is turned on, VoiceOver is running, and as usual, I'm currently sitting at the desktop on my Mac Air. As far as my iPhone in this case is concerned, my iOS device, it's currently sitting at the home screen that contains the single text application. And by the way, both of the applications, both for the iOS device and for the Mac, are available in the appropriate app store on either operating system. So in the iOS app store you can find single text, and in the Mac app store you can find single text. And basically you install them, and there's no setup involved. It's all reliant on your iCloud account. So first of all, let me go and run the application on my Mac. So to make sure that we're on the desktop, let's move to it with Shift VOD. Remembering that the VO keys are the Control and Option keys held down together. So I'll do that now. Shift VOD or Shift Control Option D. Desktop Macintosh HD Volume. Let's jump to the Applications folder by doing Shift Command A for Applications. App now in Applications window, List View. Okay, and I'm going to jump straight down to single text by just typing in S-I-N-G-L. Single, single text dot app, 23 slash 10 slash 112. Okay, and you might have heard it say dot app. That's because I've got my extensions turned on in Finder, so that I know exactly what type of file I'm about to open or access. So let's open single text by doing command O. Open. Single text, single text window, voiceover settings activity, empty edit text insertion at end of text, has keyboard focus. Now we're already interacting with the text. If I just do VO left arrow or control option left arrow to move word by word. Text, single, and misspelled demos to least at top of document. Top of document. So let's just read it. I'm just going to do VOA or control option A just to read the window. At least two demos, misspelled, dictabulous, and single text. Okay, so that was two notes for myself this evening when I'm doing this first recording. 
to do two demos this evening on Dictabulous, which is using Siri to dictate into your Mac, and Single Text, which I'm demoing now. So let's just check that and see if that same information is on my iPhone. So I'll just grab my iPhone and I'll just touch on the app for Single Text. Single Text. Okay, and of course to open up an application or an app on your iPhone, it's one finger double tap. And you'll notice that I don't have my hints currently turned on with VoiceOver. So let me open it up, one finger double tap. Single Text. Single Text. Action. Button. And one finger flick to the right. Single text. Heading. One finger flick to the right. Edit. Button. At least okay. two demos. Dictabulous. And single text. Text field. Okay. So that's the exact same text that I've got on my Mac. Let me just do one finger flick to the left to come off the edit area. Edit. Button. And we'll go back to that minute when I'm about to change the edit field. So I'm actually going to delete the text out of single text on my Mac. So I'm going to do Command A to highlight all. At least two demos. Misspelled. Dictabulous and single text highlighted okay and of course command backspace selection deleted to delete it so i'm going to type a another note to myself and i'm going to do tomorrow i must remember to do a demo of book booklet period <laughs> And auto spelling just changed Bookly to Booklet. Um, Bookly is an application to read EPUB books on your Mac, which works pretty well with VoiceOver and is pretty good with uh, low vision access on the Mac as well. So that's my note to myself tomorrow to do a podcast on Bookly, not Booklet. <laughs> so let's go back to the iPhone. Let's do a one finger flick to the right, back to the text area. Tomorrow I must remember to do a demo of Booklet, text field. So I want to edit that, so because it said booklet. So let me do one finger flick to the left. Edit. Button. One finger double tap on edit. Text field is editing. Tomorrow I must remember to do a demo of booklet. Okay, one finger double tap again. Insertion point at start. Okay, one finger double tap again. Insertion point at end. So find the delete button on the keyboard. Delete. Period. T. E. L. K. O. O. B. Okay, let's retype in bookly. So I'm going to do shift. Shift. Selected. Capital B. O. O. K. L. Buckle. E. Okay, and then do a space. Space. Buckle. Misspelled. Now you know it says misspelled. We know it's bookly. So it's B-O-O-K-L-E or buckle. I guess who knows how to pronounce it once speech synthesizers get involved. So I've made that change, so I'm going to go back and touch on the text editor so I'm off the keyboard. Buckle. Misspelled. Okay, so I just touch towards the top of the screen away from the on-screen keyboard. One finger flick to the left. Done. Button. One finger double tap on the done button. Edit. Okay, so now if I come back to my Mac. Okay, so we should be on still on the same line on single text on my Mac. So I'm just going to read current line with VOL, Control Option L. Tomorrow I must remember to do a demo of misspelled bookle. Okay, so no longer says booklet, it says bookle. Okay, so let's just do one more final change. I'm just going to come back to my iPhone again. And this time... Tomorrow I must remember... Edit. Button. Finger double tap. Text field. Is editing. Tomorrow I must remember to do a demo of bookle. And this time I'm going to do a two-finger rotate round to edit. Words. Lines. Edit. One finger flick up. Select all. Select all. One finger double tap. 
Select all. Paste. Menu item. And one finger flick down. Copy. Cut. And one finger double tap on cut. Tomorrow I must remember to do a demo of Bookle. Cut. Text field. Is editing. Okay, so it's now blank. And now I'm just going to type in a phone number that I have to enter tomorrow. And in this case, I'm just going to cheat and just type 1234 on the on screen keyboard. More numbers. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5. And space. Space 12,345. So we've typed in our change. I'm just going to go back and tap to the top of the screen. 12,345. Okay, that's the supposed telephone number. One finger flick to the left. Done. Button. One finger double tap on done. Edit. Okay, put the iPhone down. Let's come back to the Mac. Read current line with VOL, Control Option L. One, two, three, four, five. Okay, and let's put the change in. So as you can see, it's very quick and very easy to share just a quick note for yourself between your iOS devices and your Mac. Or Macs in my case. I've actually got single text installed on my MacBook Pro, Mac Air, and my iMac. And my iOS devices, I've got it installed on my iPhone, iPod Touch, and my iPad 2. So that concludes this demonstration of single text to sharing notes between your iOS devices and the Mac. If you've got any other questions about Apple accessibility, please contact the Deputy Technology Help Desk at Vision Australia on 1300 847 466. Thanks for listening and bye for now. Vision Australia. Blindness and low vision services. While you listen to Main Menu, do you ever think about a piece of technology that you've been thinking about purchasing or just a piece of technology that you really want to hear about but that you are unable to demonstrate for all of the Main Menu listeners? If so, we have a way for you to make those ideas be heard so that the Main Menu staff and other Main Menu listeners can produce segments on that topic. If you visit the Main Menu website at mainmenu.acbradio.org, you will find a link that says Create an Account. Creating an account is completely free and takes only a few seconds. Once you have an account, click on the link that says Segment Ideas. There, you will find a form to add an idea that you would like to see us cover on the show. If you see an idea in the list of ideas that you are able to cover for us on Main Menu, please click the Request This Idea link, which will let us know that you are able to cover this idea, and we will be in touch with you. We look forward to hearing your ideas for topics that we should be covering here on Main Menu. And, as always, thank you for your support in ACB Radio and in Main Menu. That's going to conclude our show for today. Thank you very much for being with us today on Main Menu. On behalf of myself, Chase Crispin, our executive producer, and the Main Menu staff, we wish you a great week, and we'll see you back here again next week on Main Menu.